I, I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, back here with David, the man of God, Harris. And David, let's talk a little bit about championship weekend. Your thoughts. David? You there, David? Yep. Okay, Can you hear me? Yep, here we go. Yeah, so slowly watching some of the conference championship games last night, watched Oregon really kind of beat USC, obviously. We shouted out Ball State winning the MAC yesterday as well. But just thinking about today in particular and thinking about kind of the ways in which we look at these conference championship games and kind of the value that we place on them. And placing the value in relation to the college football playoff committee. Now, kind of, we kind of talked a little in peace over the past couple of months and kind of over the past couple of years about whether we should expand the playoffs. Do we have kind of eight teams, 16 teams? Are we devaluing certain conference championships? Do we set it up to where conference? similar to the NFL where if you win your division you're you know you're guaranteed a top seed and then it's the best at large how do you do that do we go by the rankings and kind of the more that I think about it and the more I really kind of sit down and kind of analyze possible next steps or reiterations of this playoff I think it it naturally makes sense for it to eventually go from four teams as it is now to at least eight. Because at least with eight, you have the potential to have the five conference champions. And then from there, that gets into a conversation of do you go with the next three best teams? And then how do you judge them? you go by rankings, which we know is based upon money and who they just want kind of major markets and big names to get kind of national imprints and footprints? Do you, does that give an opportunity for kind of the best group of five team to get in there? There's a lot of questions, at least with eight. So I think it would have from what it is now, because four is clearly not enough. That's I mean, it's good for controversy, it's good for ratings, it gets kind of the sports, you know, the mothership kind of viewership and, you know, talking kids on Sports Talk Radio Wednesday and Thursday. But if you're thinking about the teams that can, and the best way for you to make money as an organization, why not have the possibility for more teams, more markets, more ways for you to interact? Like, so, for example, if you have 
like right now looking at the top, like the bowl games right now. Oklahoma's beating Iowa State 17 nothing right now. Does that mean that, so in, in, the, in an 18 situation, you could say, okay, Oklahoma, you're in because you're the Big 12 champion. They're number 10 right but now in the also, college football playoff. Right now, Oklahoma is. Yeah. And then I was, with Iowa State at number six. So it was like, where does where does a kind of a three loss Iowa State that made it to a conference champion, but came in as a number six team in the country? Or do, is it a situation to where. Well, they only have two losses like, right now. They're eight and two. Oklahoma's seven and two right now. Yeah. And kind of even. Looking at, so where does either of those two teams, so if Oklahoma were to kind of hang on and win, we hope that they don't for Coach Campbell's sake, but so a 10-2 and two Oklahoma, that's a Big 12 champion. Where do they rate over and above a team that's currently right now 8-2 and two in Florida, but we just saw them lose to a three-loss team the week before the championship game? Or... Looking at the number two or three team right now, Notre Dame is going to be undefeated, having already beat Clemson. Clemson has been hanging this entire season on, well, that one loss came without our quarterback because he was out with COVID. So it's like, where does a 10-1 and Notre Dame team play? Where does a 10-1 and Clemson? Does that drop Notre Dame automatically out because they lost one game in the ACC championship game, even though they just beat this team already? earlier in the season. So there's a lot of questions and controversies that come up with four that I think if you at least expand it to eight, you can have a lot more of these markets, money, revenue generated, and it's going to garner more interest. Because now instead of kind of having all these conversations about who are the four best teams, knowing that it's driven by money, we know that for sure. Now you can open up to, okay, if we have eight, then it's going to be nine and ten, and then from there we can bump it up to a 16 team. And something that we saw on a friend of ours, Anthony Bellino's social media page this week, kind of where you set up the 16 teams kind of like the FBS or SCS, where you have, you know, one to 16, eight, nine, that kind of thing. And then when you get to the final eight, then that's where you incorporate the bowl games. When you get to the final, you know, when you get to the final four, then it's national college football playoff semifinals, and then like national championships. So there is a way for you to have the money and have the bowls that you want, and then also making sure that you can include all these fan bases so that they can generate revenues and not feel like they're getting robbed just because they're not a you know household school yeah uh, yeah i totally feel you on that i i personally think i mentioned this last year or actually at the beginning of this year um i think it should be expanded i think that that now hear not hear me out and i've said this before um Get rid of the bowl games. Nobody, as Frank likes to call it, the flea bag bowls. I think it should be uh, top twenty-five. I mean, that's what the football playoff rankings already have. They go one through twenty-five. So, if you're top twenty-five teams in the country, 
you get in the playoff. Uh, it, it, it brings to the point also where the the conference championship games actually mean something. You know, if you win the conference championship game, you automatically get into the playoff, or you know that's your automatic berth into the playoff, and maybe it can help you with your your rankings or whatever. But I think that's because I remember one year, what was it, Alabama? Lost in the in the conference championship, but they were still in the co- yeah, still in the college. Still and got we in. We were all like, we were all like, really? Yeah. yeah. So then it was almost like, well, what's the point of playing the conference championship game if Alabama's still going to get into the playoff, the top four? And as you know, AAC uh, uh, president or conference commissioner said he needed to go back to the BCS. But I think that's what they really need to do. You know, it's still. I understand the bowl games are used for getting swag for the teams and, you know, ESPN wants to fill black. But I think it would be more exciting for college football if you're doing this football playoff rankings and you're doing rankings 1 through 25, let those teams get in. Heck, you can maybe do 1 through 32. I don't, I don't really care. But the fact of the matter is I look at this and I see that they have rankings 1 through 25. What's the point of doing that if you're only going to let four teams in? You might as well just do a top 10 and then go from there. There's no point of ranking 25 teams if you're only going if everyone's just only going to pay attention to the, the top eight possibly because you have the top four and then the four below that throughout the weeks somebody can adjust and move up and get into that crack into that top four. I mean, I also proposed in that, that show, you know, the first two weeks home sites for the higher seed. I think that that's plausible. You probably will see some good matchups. It would be nice to see an SEC team come north of the Mason-Dixon line after December and see how they really compete. Then after that, you know, then you can get into the, the, the four major bowl sites and then obviously at the end get into the national championship game, wherever site you want to have it at. I think that would make it way more intriguing and more exciting for college football instead of having these bowl games where it's getting to the point where it's getting ridiculous. I mean, there was one year where you were getting teams – they had losing records getting in a bowl game, five and seven or four and eight, because certain teams didn't want to compete or they, you know, didn't, you know, they said, you know, they turned down their invite. Then you got guys, you got teams that are playing in the bowl games, but their top players aren't playing in it because they want to help their NFL draft stock. It's starting to get to the point where, you know, the bowl games are getting watered down. I just think go to a top 25 football playoff. Call the day, then you don't have to worry about you know flea bag bowls. You don't have to worry about guys not wanting to play. You got great football, but I I highly doubt that'll ever happen. No, and I, and I think it makes sense. I think there's a lot, of, particularly this past kind of week or two, there's been a lot of conversation where kind of it's like, is it inevitable that we're going to get to eight? Because at at this point, four clearly is not working. You mentioned kind of Alabama not making it in 2017-2018. Then we look at um, a team like Ohio State in 2016-2017. That was, you know, a one-loss team. And they're, like that was the whole when Ohio State apparently mattered that, you know, head-to-head when they lost they lost to Penn State. And Penn State won, you know, champ, but Ohio State got into the playoffs. It's like at some point you just have to look at, Okay, if four is not working, if you're looking at straight the schedule, if you're looking at what's going to, at the end of the day for the ACAA, 
make the most sense in terms of revenue generation, it makes sense to have more games with more teams that can involve more mar- with more markets, particularly thinking about since kind of since this playoff, like watch that 2016-2017 year when Washington was in and they got, you know, destroyed by Alabama, like the Pac-12 hasn't been in this. It's been Clemson, Oklahoma. Like Oklahoma is the furthest west that we've gone outside of Washington in that 2016-2017 and then Oregon the first year. Right. Like it's clearly a combination of the SEC, Big Ten, ACC, and we'll throw in either the Big 12 or the Pac-12. Like with eight teams, you can guarantee – Power five champion automatically in. Maybe you take the highest ranked group of five champion. Or if you look at records, kind of there's some that are kind of combined, like last year, Memphis, Boise State, and Appalachian State were 17th, 19th, and 20th respectively in the rank in the final um, college football playoff ranking. Put those teams in. Like, so that, there, you have your eight. You got three group of five champions, all with high records. Then you have your group of fives, or your power fives. There's your eight teams right there. Right. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, like I said, I think if you're going to have the conference championship, if you win a conference championship, just like the NCAA, you're automatically in the playoff. That It's that it's that simple. You're in because you, you, you made it. Then all other chips will fall where you basically uh, – where your record is, and if you have a really good season, Coastal Carolina gets a chance to compete. You get some group of five teams that get to compete. But we all know at the end of the day, college football is about money, and that will never happen because, let's face it, you go to a playoff, somebody that's going to be a top team that will bring in some money is going to get upset, and they don't want that because at the the end of the day, when they come to that semifinals, they want the teams that get the eyeballs on television and the, the teams that bring in a great fan base. You know, it, it. You know, Ball State. You know, it wouldn't. It would suck if Ball State got into the football playoff and knocked off a team like a USC or something like that. USC had a bad. You know, the Pac-12's kind of down, so USC had a bad day against Ball State. Now, I don't know if that would ever happen, but let's say Ball State wins. Well, the, the NCAA doesn't want that to happen because, you know, even though it's a great Cinderella story, it's not going to be good for ratings. And people have seen that in college basketball. Everybody says they love the Cinderella, love the Cinderella. But when it gets to the Final Four and the Cinderella's in there, usually the game that the Cinderella's in is usually the lower-rated game. And we just all know that that, that's just not what the NCAA wants. Yeah, so like like later on today, San Jose State undefeated kind of Cinderella story going up against Boise State, who pretty much throughout the entire BCS is like, well, is Boise State going to do the sexual livery in the Fiesta Bowl again? We don't know. (laughs) But like, like that team, like they earned the right to be the Mountain West champion. You look at a team like Cincinnati, undefeated in the American Athletic, top ten team in the country. The only reason that they drop a spot is because, you know, of politics and money. And it's like on a neutral field, I guarantee you Cincinnati would beat a lot of these teams that are ranked above them. I know that they would beat Florida. I'll go ahead and say, if it was on a neutral field outside of the state of Ohio, 
Ohio State doesn't want to see Cincinnati because of Cincinnati's ballot. So it's like, like we know that kind of they're going to protect the brand as much as they can. They're going to make sure, like you said, they're going to get the big teams that everyone wants to see. They're going to make sure that Notre Dame is on TV because God help NBC if there's not a Notre Dame game. Alabama's a national brand. Ohio State's a national brand. And Clemson's kind of this young upstart national brand. Like, they're going to get eyes. And, yeah, so, like, unless, you know, hell freezes over, Florida could win the SEC championship and still not get in because who do people want to see? Alabama or Florida? Mac Jones or Kyle Trapp? It's like, yeah, they who moves that? Like, yeah, who moves that needle? Right, that's all about moving the needle. Well, we're gonna move the needle from this segment because we only got a few more minutes in the show. Take a quick commercial break, and uh, when we return, look at a little bit at David's uh, NBA preseason uh, uh, prediction. The question for the conferences in the league. We'll be back after this. Uh-huh. 